Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast where we talk all things that are most dear to the heart. I'm Bobby Houston, co-senior pastor of Hillsong Church and founder of the Color Sisterhood. I'm passionate about seeing all people find Jesus as Saviour and gain a revelation of their value in Him and then rise up to make a stand for justice in the earth. This is a place that you'll hear from me, the Color Sisterhood team and some of our beloved friends. To find out more and stay up to date, please visit bobbyhouston.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Hey, I just want to make sure. Hello. Oh, good. (laughs) Hello. Welcome, everybody. How are you? Welcome to Sisterhood. You're at the right place. Hi, Kelsey. I was so worried I didn't have the right account. And then I would just be talking to people and wondering where we are. Good morning. Good morning, Juliet. This is working. How awesome. It's so good to see you. Okay, so it's so good to see your names because I can't see your faces. But, oh, this is this actually is going to be so fun because um, today... Bobby has it handed, entrusted, be brave to give it over this morning's to um, me. My name is Beck Wood and um, Joyce Dixon, who we are both state leaders here in Australia. We have a few of them. Hey, April. Hi, Annie. Mary Kappa. April, this is so fun. April, it's fun wherever you are. Come on. And um, so... Right, and we've started, which is amazing, and people found us because normally we would be over with Bobby. Oh, hi, Lucille, and there are legit people from like all over the world, and this is primarily, I guess, you know, Bobby, I touch my face a lot, and I can see myself doing that, so I will try and stop. Hey, oh, hi, Bobby's here. (laughs) Everyone, blow a kiss. Anyway. So there's lots of people here, and um, I'm glad that you found us, and I've said that. So welcome. Um, Well, oh, hi, Mel, Wade, good to see you. It's actually just great to see names, because I can't see you, but I can envisage you in my mind. Um, I guess we've got, like, lots of people from all over the world, all over Australia, all different ages, all different times of life. We've got... um, mums with little ones and they're home and they're under your feet and you may be holding your phone to your ear. We've got girls who have started college. Hello. We've got um, people from Bondi to Berlin. Isn't that poetic? (laughs) It's so poetic. Anyway, my name is Beck and um, I am new to Instagram Live, which could be the rabbiting on a little bit. But we're two minutes in and so far so good. So um, I am part of New South Wales, that's where I live, and um, with my husband Nathaniel, we help look after this great state from a church-wise and, you know, pray for the community and stuff. Anyway, I, I had a prop and I, I got like all set up and ready and then I forgot to actually have it here, so uh, it's right here. Anyway, I just wanted to give you 
Um, my, we have just a little bit about me. So we're a family of six. I'm just going to show you my all-time favorite family portrait because, um, you know, we've got a 20-year-old and an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old and a 10-year-old daughter. And, um, and so my all-time family favorite portrait of us is just here. I'm just going to show you. This is us. This is, the, this is pretty much the best we can do, but I love it because I think we all pretty much look the same age and um, I think it's a really cute one that was done by my daughter. So that was lovely. And today what we're gonna do is we're gonna have, that was um, not supposed to happen. We are going to have Joyce Dixon join us and she is just, I know that is so funny. And if only we could edit, but that was someone trying to be super helpful and I lost my prop. Anyway, so Joyce, come on in. We, this is our 22nd week of sisterhood. And I think, yep, that was a big oops, but we're good, we're back on. Here, we're gonna bring Joyce in. She's gonna save the day. Um, <laughs> we are into our 22nd week of and I think if you can remember the very first, for anyone who's new to this, I do want to, can you, Joyce, oh, save me, Joyce. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. My, that's my, my biggest nightmare is that I can't get in. <laughs> yeah, like, do you know what? I, I had, you had a nightmare that you couldn't get in. I had a nightmare that I had hung, I'm sitting here at my dining table and because it's been so crazy windy that I would like have hung my sheets out and I would be so focused and in the moment here and watch my sheet fly past the window. But that hasn't happened because I just avoided that by not putting my sheets on the line. Anyway, it's great to have you, Joyce. I was just oh. saying this is our 22nd week. Yes, I still remember the very first one that we had. And um, I don't think I'll ever forget it because we were a week and a half into lockdown. And um, Bobby looked down the barrel of the phone and, and welcomed us all. And then she said, and how are you? And I think I legit burst into tears because I was like, oh, yes, I don't know. How am I? And I think I have found this every Thursday morning to be such a highlight and such an awesome time. Um, I felt pastored and loved and cared for. What about you? I loved every one of them. I think just to see Bobby's face, I just mm. felt, okay, um, I'm not alone. Yeah. Everyone is in this and there's all these names going up. It just brings comfort that, gosh, this is tough. But, you know, so are many other girls that's in here. So that's what I liked. I mean, the, all the speakers that she's had, well, they're just phenomenal. So I can't pick and choose between them all. I like all the funny moments, though, that Bobby had because it just felt so normal. Because when you're in such an intense time, normality was what we needed, and that's why I liked it. Yeah. I think we're going to have some fun today, Joyce. I hope so. I love fun. <laughs> I actually have I have a bit of a thought and I wanted to get you on so that I felt like I would I could read someone's face while I shared it I think what we've seen over the course of these conversations um there I go touching my face 
again. Um, what I've seen over the course of these conversations is that this year has been a year for heightened self-awareness. I would dare say God awareness of yes. who, of who, um, of who we are. But this real exposure of understanding our minds and our thoughts and what our hearts. And I actually feel like it's been through a lot of the conversations that we've had here on Sisterhood. And also conversations we've had with people. I know you and I have spoken. I often find that you reveal part of me that needs work, but that's okay. Anyway, I want to encourage everyone with a thought. You know, it's a, it's, there's a verse in the Bible, it's in Psalms, and it's something that David has shared, and a lot of people would be very familiar with this verse. And if you are hearing it for the first time, then, then it's, it's a good one to hear. And it's where David in um, Psalm 139 says, says um, I will praise you, God, for I am fearfully, wonderfully made. And in another, in another it actually says, I will praise you, God, for I am wonderfully complex. Hello. And I thought so often we think complexity is laborious and confusing and axing. Whereas David actually found that it was a thing to worship God over the complexity of how we had been created. And um, like you even think of the physical body, we have 11 different systems that operate in our physical body all the time, let alone our mental, our emotional, our keeping our heart right, our thoughts on track. Mm. So, so to be complex is not bad. It's actually, and I think this year what we've seen is that God has possibly enlightened things in our life that we've really been able to take time to consider and to work through and thoughts that we didn't realize we were having their landing and um, things in our heart that we've been able to take time out to, um, you know, just really sit through family dynamics, relationships, um, where we want our lives. So I think it's been a great morning. Uh, great morning. It's been a great morning, yes, but I think it's been a good opportunity to work out yeah I am wonderfully complex and I'm going to own it and allow God to help me reveal things so that all my systems can work the best they can what do you reckon Joyce well I think it'll be very boring if we all are the same right so it's good to be complex but it's yes. also important to know it and like you say own it and mm -hmm. just work through it. it doesn't go you know we do not become we're aware of it all of a sudden. It's only through, as you live your life, heighten certain things in certain situation, and then you just got to work through them. Right. I, I agree. We are. We are complex. I'm very complex. I'm complicated and complex. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And um, Bobby just put on there, redeemed complex. So I, and I think... I mean, so often I've heard the heard it phrased that we read the Bible, but so often the Bible is reading us. And I yes. think when you're in relationship with God and you can throw yourself into the Word, so often it will speak straight back to you and bring clarity and perspective. So um, that's our little thought that we wanted to share. But Joyce, today yes. we get a bit of an in on your story, which I'm I in getting. Joyce, your story is like incredible. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's, it's amazing. But okay, so in in learning more about you this week, which um, to me I have totally loved, 
because we have talked so many times, but obviously not about your whole life. Um, and I have found five ways that our lives actually interconnect. We are practically twins, Joyce. <laughs> Amen. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready for them? The first I'm one ready. is that you were the youngest of seven. I, I definitely wasn't the youngest of seven. But you were um, you grew up in Malaysia in a Taoist family. I okay, here's the connection. I learned about Taoism in high school when I did Asian studies. Wow. See? Connection. How was that? Twins, totally. So how was that bit growing up in a Taoist family in Malaysia? Uh, my house was full of idols. My dad was very staunch, was, was a very staunch uh, Taoist. Um, every room there would be idols. They were ugly idols. I used to be so scared of them. And I, I didn't look at them because their faces were ugly. So there were incense, joysticks all the time throughout the day. It's your prayer. That's, a, that's kind of like a representation that you are worshipping. It's just yeah. continuous. I hated the smell. I hated those idols. I didn't know what they meant, all the, all the, the, the names of the gods. And it was just, yeah, not a fun time. Right. My experience with Taoism was a little bit different. Mine was more in a textbook. But the other one <laughs> is when you were 18, you courageously left Malaysia and moved to the UK to study. I didn't do that. But you did meet Steve Dixon, who is from Manchester. My dad's from Manchester. <laughs> Boom. Ta-da. So what was it that attracted you to Steve, this Manchesterian? <laughs> his blonde hair, his blue eyes attracted me. Right. Now, it was a very strange way that we met. We met in the church. And, um, yeah, he, so... He was good. It was good to meet him. And I didn't think about relationship. I just thought, boy, he was cute. That was all I thought of. And his ex-girlfriend introduced me to him. And he said, oh, well, he thought, this is what he told me later. He thought, she's rather cute. I don't mind getting to know her. And that's how we met. Oh, la, la. And the rest is history. We, we, we. We, we. Okay, the next one. <laughs> Oh, you're going to love this one. You have lived in five different countries. I have lived in five different suburbs of Sydney. <laughs> love it. So it's a little bit different, of course, but um, how about you let everyone know your five countries? Well, I lived in Malaysia, in Asia. And then I went to UK when I was 18. I've never flown before. Wow. Never been in a plane. First time I got on a plane, I went to UK across the ponds. And um, then I, after three years, I worked. I went 
uh, I had one year of work and that's where I met Steve. And then I went to Zimbabwe to be part-time missionary. When I got saved and that was just something in me to serve God before I ever meet anybody or settle down, to serve yeah. God, whatever that takes. And part-time missionary, it's like Paul said in the Bible, 10 maker. You go somewhere with your, your whatever you, your job is, mm. and you dedicate to that to earn money to keep yourself. And then the free time was to serve a local mission. And that was what I did in Zimbabwe. And then I, from there, Steve came over with a ring. We got engaged after a year. Six mm -hmm. months later, I flew back to UK. We got married. And two weeks after that, we went to Spain. So we were missionaries there for 10 years. And after that, we went back to UK for 13 years, planted churches, pioneering churches, pioneering churches all the time in Spain and in, in England. And um, in 2003, end of 2003, we came to Australia. It will be 17 years this year. Wow. So I lived in four continents, five countries, back and forth. Yep. It's a little bit different to my experience. Um, another thing that we have in common is that you have lived in five completely different cultures. Ready? I studied anthropology at university. <laughs> You're so fun. You are so fun. <laughs> we are so the same. I just feel like you've possibly lived the more um, courageous version of my life. <laughs> um, okay, the next thing is that we are both pastors in Hillsong Church. So that's pretty awesome. And the last one was... Um, Oh, someone's just asked how many languages you speak. I speak English, Spanish, Cantonese, a bit of Mandarin. Okay, I speak English. It's good English. Um, I think it's incredible that you speak so many um, languages, Joyce. Honestly, that's amazing. You are like, can be all things. And I think a lot of people would say that you can be all things to all men. You relate so well to so many different people. Okay, the last one is um, this one. It's almost the same. We both came to a saving knowledge of Jesus in our teens. I just am really excited to say that I beat you because I got there at 14 and you got there at 16. Yeah. So 16 year old becoming Christian in Malaysia as part of a Maoist, a not Maoist, sorry, Taoist <laughs> family. How did that happen? Oh, it's an absolute miracle. Um, I grew up in a Muslim country. Malaysia is, you know, Islamic. Um, and the school that I went to was a Catholic school. My dad somehow wrangled in such a way that I get to a Catholic school. And um, Taoist family, of course, my background. And there was a girl who got saved, basically, in my class. And she was relentless in chasing after me. She did. She never gave up. She hounded me. And just to get her off my back, <laughs> I went. And I was hooked from there on. It was simple as that, but she just did not give up. I was, I just wanted to see the back of her. Wow. <laughs> and God got me. God chased me all the time. I didn't chase God. That's so beautiful. Okay, so I have some questions for you. 
um, we've give, we've we've done a very brief run through a course of your life, I guess, um, and seeing how much our lives really are so intertwined. Um, you you are an incredible person, like I pointed out before, of building rapport with people quickly. Um, what was it like for you to to establish and constantly be re-establishing your life in new environments and new places? Before I launch into that question, I realised I didn't say hi to people. Sorry. Oh, I'm so, that, that was me. I'm so sorry. Everyone, this is Hello, everyone. Yeah, Joyce, love like everybody. Hello. <laughs> um, sorry. I think right at the start with Steve and I, we, we decided wherever we move to, where, whichever country we go to, we stay, put roots down. And that, you know, we're not visitors. But that is important because when you are a visitor, your mentality is that I'm leaving soon. And so you don't make friends, you don't make connections. And so being a stayer means you get involved. And also it settles the whole family. You're not like every few minutes, are we leaving mom? You know, that sort of scenario. So that's how I settled. I found Australia was the hardest country for me to settle. For one reason, it was because my son didn't come with us. So I was missing him terribly. And I remember one year at staff meeting, um, I went to say, to, to say thank you, not staff meeting, staff retreat. I went to say thank you to Bobby uh, for the staff retreat. And she, she just, we just chatted and she just gave me one line and said, put your roots down. She didn't even, I, I told her that. And she said she didn't even remember it. But that line absolutely got me. And I realized I did not put my roots down after about three, four years, you know. Yes. So yes, and when I decided to do that and remembered our promise, to each other, you know, Steve and I, things just took on a different meaning. Right. So it's important because it's the only way you can make friends, you know, be relational to people. I still have friends everywhere. I don't find that hard to believe, Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. So tell us, when you went to Zimbabwe, I mean, I'm not sure if you mentioned this before, but you... You had met Steve and were like courting, dating, hanging out a lot, falling in love in the Manchester sunshine. <laughs> I know that they have a lot of that. <laughs> but it was shining where you were. And, um, and then he was off to Spain because he had promised to go there. And you went to Zimbabwe. How old were you and why did you go there? Well, like I said, as a tent maker kind of mindset in that I wasn't like a doctor or a nurse, but a lot of, you know, back then missionaries were like, oh, they go to a country because they're a nurse, they can serve, they're doctors, this sort of thing. I was a graphic designer. What can I do with that? And I oh, said, God. Hang on, hang on. Graphic designer. Noodle. Yes, I started... Are you getting this? <laughs> the old-fashioned way. So... I said to God, what, what, how can I serve you with this? What's in my hand? 
And basically back then, we used to use a lot of tracks to witness to people. And it was in South Africa and Zimbabwe, they were printing a lot of tracks because they were going through a lot of political problems. And people were getting saved really fast. They were reading tracts and just wanted to know Jesus. So I applied, they accepted me and I went. What's the most amazing miracles, so many miracles and lessons I learned in those really faith steps that I took to go there. And yeah, so that's why I went there. It was tough, it was hard because it's a complete opposite of what I had in mind or what country to go to. But I was glad I went. It was very, very good. Oh, wow. Um, okay, and the next question that I have for you, Joyce Dixon, I think people are loving this, by the way. I think they love you. Um, <laughs> is Okay, so this is a bit of a different, but what, what was your experience like being um, a Chinese Malay awesome fire woman that you are, entering into different cultures, how were you received? I think um, your previous question, like you said, you know, why there? I think we can serve people, build church anywhere and everywhere. Right. If we don't look at the issues, because there are every country. It was in Zimbabwe because I, there were not a lot of Chinese back then. It's not about your skin color. It's just that me with my different eyes, look, they are squinty, very slitty eyes, different. I talk differently and people find different, very difficult to handle. And if they don't know how to handle you because you're different, they behave differently to you. And I had to learn just as was in Africa, in Spain, and in England, and Australia as well, where people just, um, they decided in their head, they're not gonna understand me. And so I struggle for years and think, do I talk English or Chinglish or what? You know, why doesn't people understand me? Or why do they treat me differently? Or they look at me differently? So I had to learn that it's no point and just bash on, like Margaret's son would say, you bash on, you know, you just um, be brave. Because also back then, we are called the third world. When Asia is concerned, we were called the third world. And so you have this inferiority and think, well, we're not that amazing. We're third world developers, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know if you understand that. <laughs> yeah, 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 we are behind the, you know, where the first world is developing and we're, we're behind. And so you just suck it up. And I regretted it that I never, you know, speak up more about it. And, um, and just because many people suffered racism or suffered prejudice and just, just got on with it. And I made the mistake of being hurt and did nothing about it, did little about it. So, but then, yeah, then I decided each time I got stronger over it, I would speak up and say, that's not fair. And that's not good to say like that or X, Y, Z. So yeah, took me a long time. I guess you're just scared of being rejected, not accepted. And so you say very little. Oh, Joyce. 
I think if anyone <laughs> sat down with you for like longer than, you know, two minutes, they would love it because it was so interesting in learning more about your story and your life. I think um, the thing that I would, I like, I was telling people, oh, I'm so pumped. I get to talk to Joyce and her story is amazing. And, and quite a few people were like, oh, I love Joyce. I love Joyce, but I don't know her story. And yeah. I thought that is really someone who always makes their conversations about someone else, which is what you do because you're so lovely. Okay, um, the next question is, when Pastor Brian sent you and Steve to Europe and Asia, why doesn't he send me? No, that's not my question. I mean, <laughs> what's your primary role when he sends you and Steve overseas? <sighs> we, I still find it amazing that... He we get to go. Honestly, every time we get on the plane, I'm like saying to Steve, why me? You know, why us? And the thing is that we work very well together. Steve is very good at troubleshooting. He always have ideas on how to grow church because that's what we did for years and years and still doing that, you know, is plant church, grow church, grow people. So over 30 odd years of, of experience in that sense he was very good with that how to grow campuses just brilliant and i just love working with people i love working with couples right. especially the wives and the kids simply because i've lived in different cultures and i understand the difficulties in adjusting and languages um you know don't forget when a couple travels to another country to work the man's job is sometimes it's either because of promotion for the man. Now his job remained the same or either better, better wage. But for the wife, it's a different environment. It's a different bank. It's a different supermarket. It's different type of food. And the kids have different friends and different groups of people. The adjustment for a wife and, a, and children is hard. Yeah. And they're at home while the husband has got this new promotion or new job or the same job is easier for them. And that's the, the, the picture that I always have. And I always ask, how are you doing? How are the kids doing? And I try and troubleshoot that way. And we need healthy leadership couples in all yeah. our, our locations. Because when a wife's happy, when a wife's doing well and the kids are well, you know, parents feel that they can do life. So yeah. important. It's not one person ministry. It's your whole family, a unit. It's got mm. to be good. Yeah. And, and I guess that's why Pastor Brian said, I still don't know, but, you know, it's just whatever it takes to help. And I've fallen in love with all the couples, the young couples. They're so amazing, so brave. I love mm. them. And I yeah. enjoyed it. Oh, I, think, I think you're an incredible blessing to our church. I saw um, Bobby answered that question and she said, because you're so, I think she said, loyal and wise. Um, and you're you. I trusted. You're very trusted. And um, I think you're a really special, beautiful part of our church and a lot of people love you. Um, Joyce, I, I want to know from you, you, I mean, when I when I look through your life briefly, I think, you know, I don't say this to many people. I think you need to write a book. 
I think your story is so incredible. It would put so much courage in people. Anyway, um, but what is Joyce Dixon looking forward to um, in the future? What, what lays ahead for you? What is it that um, you are really looking forward to? What do you think about when you think, you know, years down the track? I like to see more of my grandkids, yeah, and the kids, that's a given. I think every mom, every grandma would, you know, that's the first thing in your heart. I'm, yeah. I'm a people person, I'm a family person. So that's for sure. And helping more and more people. You know, I don't, when I got saved, I wasn't told that you need to uh, uh, get a job in church. When I got saved, it was like, you got saved. You're in now. You are serving God. And whatever you have in your hands, and that's what you're doing. You are God's ambassador in everything. And that was my mindset in that. Everyone I relate to, if I can take them from A to B, B to C in their life, you know what? I've done well. Because it is not on a platform or paid or salaried or whatever it is that you can serve God. Wherever you are based, wherever I am, wherever I go, I just want people to be able to go better from A to B, B to C, wherever that their point is, to get better and for myself to grow in that way. And so, yeah, I want to help more couples, more young leaders, because I think they're, they're so... Okay, I love all our young ones because they got such confidence in speaking and, you know, they can do it and they conquer the world. I wish I've got that. Um, however, I love to... Put... Hang on, hang on. Joyce! <laughs> okay, you've lived in five different countries. You speak yeah. multiple languages. You have put, you've gone out on a limb. You, um, okay, <laughs> if we're talking about courage, I think probably because they've gleaned it from you. Anyway, right. keep, sorry to interrupt. You're very kind. Um, yeah, and experiences. I think if you're gifted, good in all those things and have experiences and look to, you know, I, I think experiences and giftings makes great, great leaders right. because experiences is important. Don't overrate it, but it is important. And things that teach you along the way that you've gone through that was difficult, they are stuff that helps. So I want to be able to be there, just lending a pair of ears. This is a safe place. I always say to people, um, it's a safe place. Um, I'm just walking with you. I always do this example. I'll hold your hand and I'll walk with you. I, I, I don't have all the answers. Um, there is a God and I'm not him. So God will help us and yeah. we can do this together. And that's what I love doing. I'm a people person in that sense. And yeah. that's why I love to do inspiring couples to do life well. Joyce, I think you do that really well. <laughs> I love you. I okay. Try. Okay. Um, I thank you so much for that. Is there anything else that you would like to just, you know, little deposit, little speak into people's lives? Something you want to share off your beautiful heart? 
I really do think that we can all love people, help people. Yeah. You don't need permission. You don't need a commandment to go do this, go to the end of the... Our neighbors next to us, our yeah. teams, we all can love people better and be a safe place for them because the world is going to a place whereby you don't know whom you can trust and talk to. Mm. And be a safe place that people can lean in and know that it's safe to chat with you or to when they share a need for prayer. It's not for you to go blabbing. It's not for you to share this. They have come before you. And one, you could judge them. They're scared that you would judge them. So let's not put on all these, you know, either judging or, you know, or making people feel unsafe. And when we can be ourselves and know that, you know what? I could be the one facing these issues or problems. If yeah. the shoe is on the other foot, is it? I'm terrible with English faces, phrases. When the shoe is on the other foot, on the other <laughs> I always think, what if that's, this person is sharing this as me? You know, yeah. do it to others as you, you want to have it done to you. So how would you like to be treated? Right. I want to be loved. I want to be, um, people be truthful with me, be kind with me. And so I treat people that way. And I think that don't need a, a commission to do it. You know, we can all do that and love better yeah. and encourage better. Yeah. We need encouragement. I, I'm a big thing about encouragement yeah. because there's so much discouragement right now. And so my, 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 my thought would be to encourage everyone to love others better, be kind. And we've got the best senior pastor, show kindness and grace in such a beautiful way. I learned a lot from her. She's always amazing in yeah. how she speak or not speak. And I watch carefully. Yeah. And that is important for us. God don't bless us with such amazing pastors and we don't take notice. We've got to notice um, and, and learn from that. I love that. Thank you. Hey, um, we, Thank you so um, much. Oh, Joyce, thank you. Will you, <laughs> thank pray, you. Will, will you pray for us? I will, yes. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening in. And thank you for this opportunity, Pastor Bobby. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. We thank you that you love your daughters, every one of us, and that, God, we are all special in your eyes. There are no favorites with you. And that, God, I pray for our senior pastors, to all our leaders, to all our congregations, to each and every one in this season with much challenges around us. Lord, I pray for your grace, your kindness, and your goodness to follow us. Lord, I really do believe that you love and have great plans for us and yeah. goodness for us. And Lord, I just ask that this day that we have a better glimpse of you, of how wonderful you are and how kind you are and what you've got installed for every one of us every one of us because we are all your favorites so thank you lord for this wonderful time in jesus name and help me with all my silly words i pray they don't remember it in jesus name amen 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 thank you um okay so that was like 
the fast forward version of your life story, I think um, there's probably a lot of people that would love to sit down and get the like the full length version. Um, but um, before we go, I'm just going to fire some fun questions. Go. Because um, another awesome thing about you is you are an amazing cook and an amazing host. So what is your most favourite meal to cook for people? Oh, definitely a dish called chicken tagine with preserved lemons and olives. Oh. Yummy and very simple. Yum. I can do it with my eyes closed. Yeah, that, that is delicious. It's a Moroccan dish. Oh, yum -o. Okay. Okay. And what do your grandkids call you? Amma. It's Cantonese oh, for grandma. Oh, I love that. Yes, and it's very easy for them. They can say Amma. Yes, I can even say Amma. <laughs> um, what's been, what has been a silver lining for you this year? Oh, a lot of time with my husband, which is really good. Oh, la la, I love that. Yes. And um, what's a perfect way for you to celebrate your birthday? Family meals. We have yeah. a thing that we do called Mongolian hot pot. And basically Ooh. it is you cook yourself. And it's very long drawn out. I like, that. I like yeah. that. Cook it yourself. Yep. Well, you eat as much as you want or as little as you want. It's just oh. it's like a grill in front of you. And you just put what you want, cook for yourself. And you chat while you're waiting. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I like, it's like that. A fondue. It's like a fondue kind of style. But oh. it is one of the best things for family time. Awesome. All right. Well, that's wrapped it up with Beck and Joyce. I did just want to say to everyone, um, there's, especially for the girls in Australia, there's lots of ways that you can connect with sisterhood locally. Um, mm. There's social media. And on a Thursday morning, quite often what will happen is locations will do like a bit of a Zoom or a pre, um, like a foyer hangout. And I just want you to know that you're really welcome to those. So get in contact with your um, campus or your location. There's um, mm. social media accounts and stuff. Um, this is how we're connecting at the moment. You know, like even just getting like five people together is like a raging party this year. So if you can sit with a few people <laughs> and um, get on to sister um, sisterhood, you will definitely be blessed like all of us. Anyway, from Joyce and I, we yes. love you. You are good and we, um, we love doing this with you. So this is bringing this morning to an end and um, connect church over the weekend and um don't be a stranger see ya thank you Beck. bye bye yeah bye thank you so much for tuning into this podcast i hope you have found it encouraging and uplifting and helpful don't forget you can subscribe on itunes to make sure you get all of the latest episodes as soon as they're released and if you have time i'd love to hear from you write to me in the review or comments section I look forward to being with you again next time.